Last week I argued for a volatile week and a volatile week it became. Nasdaq a lot up and down during the week but ending up 1.28% to 12,227 points. Nasdaq was mainly driven by the strong Meta results. Meta was up more than 13% in a single day if I'm not mistaken. And Meta having such a huge part of the Nasdaq index made for a green week. However, most of the Nasdaq companies actually fell and you maybe noticed that as well. Dow Jones also had somewhat good week up 0.85% for Dow Jones ending at 34,098 points. Last week was volatile. The question is what uh, will be this week? That's some of the questions I will try to answer. You are listening to Trading Tips with Jim. We are heading into week 18. Last week's podcast was some 46-47 minutes long. This one will be way shorter. Here in Vilnius, it's an absolutely nice sunny day. And uh, more than that, uh, along with other countries, it's Workers' Day, meaning it's a day off. So it's a free day and I plan to do this podcast uh, pretty quick and then head for some metal detecting. Last week I told you it's uh, the same thing. It was a good uh, good weather and I expected good weather. I was hoping to do some metal detecting. And if I found something nice, I would share it with you. I only had time uh, on Saturday. I was uh, walking with a good friend, an expert, and he found many, many nice things. Uh, I am not at his level. Uh, found uh, some coins, but nothing majorly interesting. The oldest coin was from 1859 and maybe I will just post a few images. But once the podcast is done, I hope to be out for a new hunt. It's almost like stock trading. You're trying to hunt the good things. Some of the things you use is looking at the past. I often look at old maps, trying to figure out where old houses used to be, because usually there you will find some good finds. Enough uh, about metal detecting, as I said, I will show you if I find something uh, very nice. Last time was a few, um, more than a month ago, when I found a, such a nice silver coin. Will there be able, uh, will we be able to find some silver or gold uh, in this week's uh, stock market? I believe uh, there will be some strong opportunities. Some of the reason for this is that I expect yet another volatile week. Tons of quarter results will move single stocks up and down in all sorts of directions. More than that, there is three major things which in some, uh, I believe, will give a red market. I will argue for a red market this week, uh, but it will be highly volatile. And in general, the, the, the market is very hard uh, to try uh, conclude a direction as is because it's moving uh, more or less sideways up one week down one week up one week down one week and here we've been for quite a long time and you can expect it to continue till a new direction is found we're all hoping for an upturn but there's a few things that may argue for a downturn we will see. Some of these will come this week. You maybe remember Yellen saying after uh, Silicon Bank, Bali and all these things that do not worry. 
we have everything under control. It was just these few uh, banks. We are on the case and there is nothing to worry. Last week, what happened last week? Well, First Republic Bank suddenly went over and today before markets open and maybe at the same time this podcast will be released, you will have more news on how they are dealing with First Republic Bank. Why does this matter? Because what other banks uh, are waiting? How can they deal with it? How much money, how much guarantees can it be uh, given? Suddenly we can have a super banking crossing on our hand. All governments are trying to avoid this. Uh, I will not give a judgment if they will manage. Um, and you may ask, so what, what is the reason? Are they not making enough money? Well, what's the thing? I pay for everything I do in the bank. I pay, so how can they lose money? Well, most of it is related to the bond market, uh, where money is borrowed. Uh, and this has been shitty and it continued to be shitty, pushing huge losses on the bank. Simply, there is too much money spent uh, and there is not enough uh, to pay, pay back for all of this. Uh, and the trust uh, is getting lower by the minute. Behind all of this is one major factor which I've been speaking about quite much uh, over, over the last year, especially. Uh, mentioned it before, but when the war with Ukraine started and there was so heavy sanctions on Russia, I told you this will backfire. Using a dollar as a weapon will not be good for the United States. And sadly, it's starting to uh, take effect. De-dollarization is here. Now, I know that 80% of you are US listeners and I'm not uh, trying to bash you in any way. I'm just saying it. Like we said, I live in a European country, we have Euro, and over the last few weeks, the Euro have strengthened by more than 10, actually, it's, I think up to 14% uh, on the dollar. What does that mean uh, in praxis? Well, the dollar is weakening, it means that anything that US uh, is important, importing will be much more expensive. Just take the sample I gave now about euros. Anything you buy from euro countries are in general 14% more expensive than it was just some few months back. And this de-dollarization is happening at faster and faster pace as major companies are selling off their uh, dollar reserves, going into one, going into gold. Uh, as we also been mentioning for quite some time. I have told you what I think where this will lead every time uh, the dollars, uh, dollar is in the, under pressure, it ends uh, up in war. I hope we will not uh, get there yet, but sadly it looks like it, and it's especially the Taiwan conflict, which is brewing. Wednesday, uh, you will know more uh, about these things because then Powell will uh, give his Fed decision. Everyone expects the interest rates to go up by 0.25% and all of them say that this is the top. I have argued that interest rates has to go much, much higher and I believe there might be a clue in what Powell says. Now, go interest rates going up 25%, 0.25% is by expectation. So again, it's more what Powell says uh, and the things he doesn't say that the market will focus on. Is this the top in his expectations? 
what will it be higher? I just told you the dollar is under the pressure, uh, getting weakened against other currencies. This means that exports, uh, sorry, the import uh, will uh, be much uh, more expensive. This uh, will account for a huge part of the goods, uh, goods and should by itself um, uh, keep um, inflation sticky. In worst case, these things will lead to hyperinflation, uh, but it will not be the topic of these things. I think uh, the high pressure on the dollar uh, combined with the inflation that doesn't fall as fast as uh, we can argue for high interest rates uh, and even higher than from today's level. And again, that is never good for the stock market. So Wednesday is for sure numbers uh, you want to pay attention to. Federal Bank, these things uh, you will get a lot of news uh, today, but you can expect the uh, banking sector to be under a lot of pressure because who will be the next in the line? I have several users asked me uh, a few uh, weeks ago when all these things was. Should I buy into banks because they're cheap? And I said then, I would never do it because it's way too risky. And I stand by that. It's way, way too risky. Maybe you took a gamble in uh, in First Republic Bank. And maybe you lost everything because it turned into a super disaster. That is why maybe not the time to gamble as is. And during the week, there will be plenty of board results coming out. And you should pay attention uh, to this, especially if you have any of the stocks. But among these, there will be those stocks who will be hardly hammered. And as I said in last week's podcast, I think that you can do some pickups. Last week I argued for uh, Tesla, saying that I see a $10 upside in Tesla. Tesla didn't manage to take out the $10. Last week it took out $5 plus dollars. And I think that you will see Tesla continue offers this week. I think there will be plenty of these stocks during the week that will do the same. They will be hammered on their quarter results. You have to be patient. Use the relative stink index. Make sure that it's low enough. Don't use 30 as your limit. It should be down to maybe as low as 10. And uh, pay attention to the volume because usually at the end uh, of a sell-off, you will have an increase in the volume. That is very often your telltale that the stock will have a short rebound. Rebounds doesn't mean that it will continue upwards for uh, forever. It might just be for a few hours. It might be for a day. It might be for three days. Who knows? Uh, but there is money to be made. I think that personally, I think that is the easiest way to make money this week if you are trading aggressively. If you're an investor uh, and you sit longer, I remain uh, in the same position. Stay with strong stocks if you look at them. S&P stocks were the stocks delivering the best quarter results so far. Uh, holding up the best. Uh, and I think that is good, safe place to be because things can suddenly spiral. I argued last week, I don't see that huge upside. There is no reason why the market should move extremely fast upwards. But given the right condition, it can move very, very fast. Downward. So you have uh, talks about bank uh, on Monday, you will have Fed on Wednesday, Thursday will come job numbers, and on Friday will come last month's 
job numbers. All of these things have some potential to push the market into deep red. Last week's GDP number came in and they show uh, a slowing economy. You heard me say more than a year ago that this will end in uh, increased interest rates. You will have super strong inflation. We got all of these things. And I said that the end of it will be stagflation. And uh, the more news you read now, you can see that the word stagflation is mentioned everywhere. So it might just be exactly where we are heading. Oil, uh, which I'm arguing for going up, fell by $2 last week, trading around 76 and was mainly pushed down uh, by the GDP numbers and the slowing economy around Europe and uh, in the world in general. OPEC is cutting oil uh, by 3 million barrels. Uh, doesn't It started to reflect in the price, but all the experts agree that there is currently an unbalance which is not priced into the market. So according to the analysts, the oil should be much higher. But uh, when the, the economy is slowing down, the expectation for the consumption of oil is less. And the prices that you see is not today's prices. The price that you see in stocks, in oil everywhere, is the expectation for the future. Hard to say exactly if you're talking a year or two years, but it's the future expectation of the price that reflects the oil. Analyst says that there is a huge imbalance between this. We will see who is right. I argue still for oil. Chevron released super results last week along with some other oil companies going to pay huge dividends. Argue for oil still remain positive to oil. Gold fell by $10 to $1,989. Uh, staying very strong and as I told you I think gold will go up to $2,500. I personally more than a year ago uh, when all this before this inflation started I saw it coming so I invested into solid gold and gold stocks uh, as a hedge uh, and it's been working very good. The only thing is that uh, gold is and uh, oil as well is traded in dollar and uh, as I just told you the euro i live in a euro country the euro has weakened uh, sorry the dollar is weakened by the euro by 14 percent uh, but i'm also hedging uh, into other things currencies as well nice going up sad that uh, the dollar has uh, weakened as much as it's had because the overall value in euro has been reduced 10-year treasury yield, we want to follow that because it's such an easy thing. If it goes up, you can expect the stock market to go down. If it goes down, you can expect the stock market to go up. Currently, it fell by 0.12% or 3. Sorry, 3.4% uh, last week to 3.45. I expect that you will see it crawl up again. And that's the expectation for the interest rates 10 years ahead of us. Now, uh, as I mentioned, uh, there will be tons of uh, quarter results coming this week. You have to pay attention because some of them can be strong movers. We start already today with Novision Cruise Line and Sofic Technologies. Avis uh, also, by the way. Tomorrow will be more interesting. We have uh, uh, advanced micro devices, BP Oil, uh, Marionette, Pfizer, Starbucks, and Uber technology. So there should be some trading coming up uh, tomorrow, I believe. Uh, especially interested to see how Starbucks uh, is doing. Uh, 
On Wednesday, we continue with uh, oil stocks. Uh, Philips will come. Uh, you will also have Kuhl come and Jumbrands. Uh, Jumbrands, interesting uh, as well. Thursday, uh, maybe the most important because then Apple will come and everyone is paying strong attention uh, to what Apple will do. The expectation is that Apple will uh, do like all the other companies, start to lay off people. Thursday, you will have uh, work numbers, as I said, and Friday, you will have the month uh, numbers, last month's work number. We see all these major companies are getting rid of people at a very strong pace, but it hasn't shown uh, in the work numbers yet. I wonder why uh, and how long that can continue, but we will see uh, what happens. Coinbase will come, uh, ConocoPhillips will come, DraftKing, many follow DraftKing, Moderna uh, and the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, Shopify is on Thursday. On Friday is that uh, meme stock, AMC Entertainment and FUBU TV for those who like football. Plenty of uh, these much, much more quarters was coming out. Make sure that you know if uh, your stock is having court results uh, because you can expect movements before, during and after court results. Always the same. Forgot to mention that on uh, Thursday you will also have uh, Anhoser uh, Bush uh, and Bud. The ticket Bud, maybe you remember the controversy around Bud Light beer running. So you will see how they are uh, doing. The quarter results number will show some of the effect, but not too much. It will be more the following months uh, ahead of us. Interesting because uh, we have seen companies going a little bit woke, have struggled uh, hardly, and then go back to old school business. It will be interesting to see how uh, Bud will do Thursday, how the numbers will do and how the markets will react. I promised you a short podcast, I will uh, keep my promise. It is more about uh, the stocks. So all these things, just quick reminder here. Today will be uh, interesting stuff around banking. Expect uh, futures to move a lot up and down uh, before opening. Uh, as experts and the general uh, stock traders try to position themselves for what the day will be. Then Wednesday will be a Fed uh, decision. Here, pay attention to what he is saying and not saying or saying in between the words, if you like. And Thursday and Friday, we will have job numbers. These are the, like the major things uh, during the week. There will be different other numbers, but these things are the things that I think can move market. Now, if all of them trick in somewhat bad direction, you can have a very red week indeed. At the same time, there is a little momentum in the market. So... I bet for a red week, but I might be wrong, and if we have a green week, we will see by the end of the week. How will I play it? Uh, how will I do it? Well, I will stay in my stocks, Sumerica, Northrop, and Chevron. But on top of this, I had a quick look at uh, Nivida, and uh, I think it looks very good. I want to take a chance in Nivida, so that will be the additional trade uh, for this week. You may find this very boring because you want to trade much more. So I will remain uh, to the same tip I gave last week. I would go in this sort of market. I would either go for the 
big, big companies which are solid because if we had into a very bad day, you do not want to lose 10-15%. That happens, just watch uh, NEO, such a volatile stock. Uh, and other uh, stocks uh, uh, type like that. So you are up 15, 20% and you are down the same thing. Uh, personally, I have a few new shares and it's been up and down, up and down uh, all the time. Maybe you remember two weeks ago, we tried a short new trade, but ended with 235. On top of this, I have a few new shares in another portfolio. Stick uh, to the strong stocks. Uh, personally, my favorite is gold uh, and oil. Uh, and uh, of course, sadly to say, war and GM delivered strong results, making money on war. Everyone is making money on war, it seems, as uh, the world is arming up. These things can hedge you if it goes the wrong way. You can, uh, of course, have a, a part of your portfolio into more risky stocks. There is quite many tech stocks. Some of them have extremely huge upside. It's just a question when. And of course, AI is very, very popular uh, as we speak. I'm adding uh, Nivida. And uh, if you are the very, very risky type and you need uh, that adrenaline, you need to trade. Again, the best tips I can give you. Go for oversold stocks. Make sure that they have support. Look at volume and volume you should consider this way. Very first podcast in this series, which is the, uh, I started, this is the fourth season. I started the first podcast talking about greed and fear. That was the title of the podcast. Greed and fear, you can see in the volume. When the volume is topping, that is usually an expression either for greed or fear. Either you have a huge sell-off or you have a huge buy. Anyway, the most, most common thing about volume going too high is you can expect the price to change direction. So uh, if you wonder when it's a good time to buy, when it's a good time to sell, use volume. It's such an easy indicator. On top of this, you can add support resistance from accumulated volume, from Fibonacci, from uh, trend lines, whatever you want. But the very, very easy thing last week I mentioned uh, to use uh, how to use relative stream thing, like how you personalize it. This week I will just uh, give you the tip of volume. And remember, as I said last week, when we talk about volume, we talk about liquidity in general. So it's volume by price uh, to get that more accurate picture. Look at when the volume is at its highest. That is a good, good telltale either for selling or buying. Other than this, I hope you will have a super week. I will render this video. Make sure that you get it before the markets open. And sorry, uh, that I didn't mention this good enough, but we have moved to a new YouTube channel uh, called Trading Tips with Jim. Reason for this was that it was drowning a little bit uh, among all the other videos that we produce in the Stock Invest YouTube channel. A user said, if you want to grow organic, open a new channel only for the podcast, uh, and that will enable search YouTube and search engines, etc., to do a better work. So that was the reason why I moved it out to uh, a different uh, channel. I will try to remember to put uh, the link in the description so you can find it if you want to watch the YouTube version of this video, of this podcast. Now, uh, so that was uh, the reason uh, we moved out. So I will render the video 
uh, then I will change. And I personally will enjoy that super good weather because it's a holiday in Lithuania as we speak. Go out, do a little metal detecting, hoping to find some strong, nice finds. Meaning that I will not uh, catch the opening uh, in the market. Uh, I already uh, put a bet on the Vida uh, buy level for it. We'll see uh, if I get uh, get it right that it will be picked up. Uh, I will only be back for the second part uh, of the training today. I hope to find something good. I hope you will find some good stocks that will make your portfolio super green uh, and uh, that uh, I will see you next week when I will be back with a podcast for week 19. Until then, I can only wish you the very best week. Bye. Welcome to StockInvest.us Stock Analysis. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions.